Calvin G, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Before we get started, I'd like to say that the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this show or others, please log on to KUCI.org. Okay, I just want to welcome everybody to... Uh, my first radio show. Uh, you might not know this, but uh, it is my first, very first show, and I'm real, real excited about it. Uh, I'd like to, 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 to send a shout out to my guy, George Morales, because uh, he's already an established DJ here at KUCI, and uh, he was gracious enough to let me interview him on his own radio show. So that was actually my first interviewee and I just want to say thanks, George, for all the tips and all the, uh, uh, the, the good you did for me in terms of my, my uh, uh, being comfortable with this show. Um, then I'd, I'd like to, to thank um, my, uh, my instructors uh, for being as gracious as they were as well. So Athena and John, I just want to say thanks so much. And, uh, and of course, uh, my co-classroom folks. <laughs> I'm not going to name each and every one of you, but I just want to say just your presence in the room while we were doing what we did uh, was a comfort to me and helped me to know that I too can, can do a show. So thanks to y'all. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, you know, now I'm not going to thank my mama and my, you know, everybody, my wife <laughs> and my kids and all that. I'm not going to do that, but y'all know I love you and, and uh, uh, I know you wish me the best. So let's get started. Uh, my first, very first guest is Devon McKinney Brooks. Uh, I met Devon at, uh, it's a place in, in, in Los Angeles called Lemert Park, and uh, it's a gathering for uh, all, all artists, you know, music, art, dance, all those kinds of things. And it's been in existence for quite, quite a while, and it's like a, a, a home to a lot of our musicians and the like. And, uh, and I was going there, as a matter of fact, for a, a show, a jazz show, uh, which my wife, Nicole Mitchell, was a part of. Uh, and it was there, as I said, that I met Devon. And uh, we got to talking and found out that we had a lot of similarities, a lot of things in common, including our goals and aspirations. And I thought it would be ideal for Devon to be the first guest on my show. <laughs> Because it just seemed like it was divine providence that we ran into each other mm -hmm. and, and got an opportunity to talk. Um, let me just give you a couple of things about Devon. He was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, he ran away from home, y'all, at 15 or 16 years old to Detroit. And uh, he stayed there a while and, and moved to California in 1997. Devon is into music, entertainment, and, and he's uh, what I would call, and he calls, a multimedia professional. So, Devon, welcome to the show, and I just want you to tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing right now in California. Well, I accept your welcome. Glad to be the first guest. <laughs> well, um, I am uh, doing some, I'm doing a lot of things, actually. It's sometimes when you're a jack-of-all-trades and you have many, you know, gifts and talents and uh, passions, you know, uh, the focus sometimes uh, it gets a little strained. To be focused, you know. Um, right now, I'm uh, developing a, a a multimedia production company in which I'm going to be con uh, doing stage plays, uh, um, uh, music production, and um, also an, an auxiliary to that is going to be a 
um, music and arts, um, performing arts um, school, and okay. a a um, an, in, an, an instructional um, facility, but also a production um, firm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, you know, I, I have a lot of things to say, man. I have a lot of things <laughs> to think yeah. about and to put on people's minds. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. That's that. That's wonderful because that's really what this show is all about. Um, what I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do, or what we're going to do, in fact, is to establish a, 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 a place where people like yourself can come and talk about the things that a lot of us are not even aware are, are happening right. in, our, in our very communities. Yeah. And, and the focus of this show is uh, uh, about things that you might not hear from people you might not know. And, and, and I don't know how famous you are, Devon, but I'm sure there's some people that don't know you that need no, to hear you no. somewhere establishing that, that opportunity. Now, something I talked to you about was, um, you know, your, your, your goals and, and, and aspirations. And I think that's so important because all of us have gifts, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know of your gifts, and, I, and, and we're going to share some of those gifts with the audience mm-hmm. uh, a little later on. But um, we were talking, and I said to you... Uh, Divine, if you had a billion dollars, didn't have any worries, could do whatever you wanted to do, and, 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 and didn't have to go to work, didn't have to do anything else, but figure out a way to spend that billion dollars, what would that be? I would build a, um, an extensive um, uh, educational system, you know, schools. Okay. Uh, knowledge is very important. In fact, it was Jesus who said that, um, that uh, he says, to the Jews that believe in him, he says that if you continue in my word, you will be my disciples or students. Mm-hmm. He says, and then uh, that you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Okay. So knowledge is important, having the right knowledge, and certainly truth uh, means the right knowledge. Cause right. All right. knowledge is not, you know, correct or right knowledge. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that would be uh, I would I would uh, really lean into that. Okay. 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 Now, why? It, tell me a little bit about yourself in terms of why you think school is so very important. Because you left uh, Cincinnati at the age of 15 years of age. and well, actually 16. Okay, 16. And I'm looking at 16, and that's like what some people, say, I think in California, call it junior high. In Chicago, where I'm from, we mm-hmm. call it high school. Mm-hmm. But that's like a, either a sophomore or junior in high school. Mm-hmm. So you're leaving the school system, evidently, to move to another state. Mm-hmm. Tell us what that experience was like and what your, what your thoughts were in terms of leaving one place to go to another. Wow, man, that's a lot. That's, yeah. that's a couple books, actually. Okay. We're going to shorten it a little bit. Uh, and and we'll, we'll discuss your book later. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. When I get around to that. All right. Um, yeah, the, the thing of it is I left uh, Cincinnati. I went to a school called the School for the Creative and Performing Arts in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. And a uh, great school. Um, there are a lot of people in this town, uh, people like Sarah Jessica Parker from Sef, uh, uh, Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. and uh, lots of musician and production um, personnel, um, entertainment professionals that fill uh, Hollywood uh, that come from that school. You're talking about in Cincinnati, a school in Cincinnati? The, yeah, it's a school okay. in Cincinnati yeah, okay. that a lot of my uh, uh, former classmates and so forth are okay. filling up this, this town and this city. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was uh, just starting that school mm-hmm. in the 10th grade, and... Uh, it was an amazing school, man. I mean, coming from an environment where, you know, which is strictly academics, you know. Right. May have a music class, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the regular 
uh, junior high school that I come from, being in the 10th grade, uh, we moved from what's called, what we call junior high okay. into the 10th. So I was officially a high schooler. <laughs> I just want you to know okay. I was just officially okay. high school. All right, right. high school. So, I, uh, I didn't leave school in junior <laughs> okay. high, all right? Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, it was, it, was, it was quite a journey because I sought education. Um, um, first of all, there's a total difference between Cincinnati and there was a day and night difference between uh, when I, you know, the, the culture there in Cincinnati and Detroit, uh, you know, night and day in a lot of ways. You know? Okay. Uh, and I sought to pursue education. And the way I pursued education, really, uh, I'm, I'm, I've always been an avid reader since mm-hmm. a very early age. In fact, mm-hmm. my very first book was the Bible. Oh, okay. You read the entire Bible. Well, um, I'm not going to say, you know, I started trying to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. I must have been about seven, eight years old trying no to kidding. read. Yeah, trying to read from Genesis to Revelation. Oh, man. Now, my mother tells me a story. Well, it wasn't me that she would tell this, but, you know, whenever we meet someone in the grocery store mm-hmm. or just casually out, you know, how uh, parents or, you know, um, adults, you know, they get together and they, you know, have a lot of, you know, collecting and, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to establish some level of common ground, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, my mother would meet people, and she always I'd be the focus, and she'd okay. say things like, you know, yo, this one here, he started reading the Bible when he was two years old, <laughs> and okay. uh, I said, you know, and I used to think my mom was really, really exaggerating. Okay. Uh, I, I I'll just use the word exaggerating because okay. I had another word. <laughs> but as I grew older, I realized that I I was I did invest in that book at the age of two, but mm-hmm. they were children's Bibles. Okay, okay. And I remember the pictures. I was so interested in, and she was, um, you know, uh, I guess it was it would it struck something in her the fact that I kept going to this book, or these series of books actually. Um, that were children Bible stories, pretty much. And All right. So it was, my mom taught me how to read. Mm. So uh, I started having flashbacks to those times, and I realized that my mom really wasn't lying. She was telling oh, the truth. Oh, okay, you did start it, too. I, I, I started around that age, because I mm. remember the age uh, that, you know, um, when I asked, I was about in kindergarten or so, when when I asked my mom what the word permanent meant in the oh, book of Genesis. Okay. So I remembered the reading level that I was on then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I said, that is really something. I said, because I didn't learn to read that way that week, I mean, that day, that week, that month, okay. or even okay. that year. Okay. So, you know, um, I, but so that's where my my real life education and, and even academic edu- uh, education was, was widely influenced through the scriptures. Okay. And um, in Detroit, I sought to, you know, uh, try to do the, the adult education thing, you know? mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, it was it was quite a, a bumpy road because you being on your own at mm-hmm. sixteen, mm-hmm. And, you know, not having parents, no one to tell you you got to stay in, you got to get a study, mm-hmm. you got to get it for school, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I had to get all that out of me, you know, the uh, the, the wildness, okay. you know, that okay. would prevent me from being the disciplined individual that it would take that you'd have to be in order to okay. to uh, have a. Uh, um, a, uh, an academic life that mm-hmm. you know or at, you know or to attend some type of academic training and have discipline um, and but yeah man um, I, you know transitioning from from a formal institution mm-hmm. to actually becoming more of a self-educated person mm-hmm. by you know uh, reading man being such an avid reader so that's you know um, uh, one of the reasons why uh, I, I consider education the most important thing because okay. I know that, you know, my life has changed based on, you know, the things
things that in, in my self-discovery from 16, you know, mm-hmm. actually it was 15 when I actually left mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. but I stayed in Cincinnati for um, uh, a good year okay. you know, before leaving and okay. going to Detroit. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but, you know. Yeah. Well, what, what, something I, I, I was wondering if you'd like to share, you know, with us your reason for leaving Cincinnati. Well, I actually, it was it was an invitation that was given by a minister who actually okay. uh, wanted, liked the way I played and wanted me to, you know, to to actually travel with him. Okay, now you say the way you played. You, I, I know you play the piano, but yep. are there any? Yep. Other? Okay, that was I, I the, play the uh, well, piano organ. Okay, know? okay. And so he uh, he loved my, you know, I was filling in for a musician and. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was my first, uh, you know, being away from home okay. and doing my own thing. Okay. So this minister asked me if I would uh, travel with him, mm-hmm. you know. I don't think he was aware that I was only uh, 16. Okay, or, okay, know. okay. Uh, and, uh, but that's how I got to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. But you were looking for a way out um, of yeah. Detroit, I mean, out of Cincinnati. I don't or... know if I, I don't know if, if I was really, I never thought about leaving. Okay. Oh, you know, really? Not, okay. you know, not like that, just mm-hmm. leaving whom. You know, okay. Leaving home, I left, and you know, I thought maybe I'd you know some way make a life you know there in Cincinnati. Wow. Wow. But uh, yeah, I never thought I'd leave you know. Mm-hmm. But definitely, but God was a part of that for so many reasons. But anyway, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and let you uh, continue yeah. <laughs> to guide the this interview. Is, yeah, this is this is this is very interesting because I think it's so important that especially young people get to hear things like this and and and. And figure out for themselves uh, at the age of 15, 16, you know, because in, in this day and age and and um, uh, even earlier on, 10, 20 years ago, kids were like very young when they start uh, feeling that they are grown and, 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 yeah. and, are, and are able to take care of themselves and do the things that they need to do without the help and assistance of their parents. And sometimes they look at their parents as a hindrance to what they're trying to do, exactly. but what 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 I'm hearing from you from you, and and, and I just want you to 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 share your feelings on this is that um, it's not that easy to be on your own, even at sixteen oh, yeah. or seventeen, oh, and, sure. and and even on further. So if if there was something that you would suggest to to the young folks and their parents who are listening to this show, what would that be in regard to you know uh, saying to yourself? You know what this, this 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 preacher knows that I play well. I know I play well. This looks like an opportunity for me to be successful in my field. I think I'm gonna go and go ahead and and, and leave and, and and do this thing. What would you what would you suggest in terms of them trying to make that type of decision? Wow, man, that's a lot because um, my reasons for leaving home, I felt very restricted. And, okay. Um, you know, I felt like you know by me being the oldest of six. Okay. And uh, responsibilities of, uh, of, of of being a parent were put on me. I was oh, like, wow. a, like a second or third parent in this case because both my mom and dad were, you know, mm-hmm. married and in the home. And, okay. Uh, um, and, uh, but I was the babysitter. I was the, you <laughs> right. know, I was, you know, the eldest. Right, right, right. And so that led to a thing. And then, you know, I guess sort of like a male Cinderella kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I just had all the responsibilities on me. Uh, but, you know, I, I guess if I, to look back, would I have done it any differently? Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, there are definite things that I would, I would do different. Okay, okay. Community is very important to me. And mm-hmm. even as, when you think about education, um, the best education actually comes through your family. Okay. Uh, you know, it, 
it's hard to let strangers educate you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't always have the same you know, intent as the people that love you and okay. the people that you come from, the okay. people who you're genetically connected mm -hmm. to. And if not genetically, but at least community-wise, there okay. is a, a something that uh, we have toward people that are part of us. But uh, and it's I you know but anyway it's um, I don't know what I do differently. Okay. But there are lots of uh, young people that are facing uh, decisions, and mm -hmm. I think Hollywood is one of the towns mm -hmm. that where people are even enticed to right. uh, to get involved with things, right. you know, right. and um, which is something I'd like to maybe in another show address. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I see sure. so many people that that are just uh, scammed and all mm -hmm. kind of things out mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And I have a passion for, um, uh, you know, for, for making sure that those type of individuals are not stealing our young people oh, and corrupting wow. them and, and right. badly influencing wow. them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Right. Wow, man. I really, really, really appreciate that. Um, and, and, and I think that uh, something that I've, that I've, you know, just, just picked up in terms of your orientation is definitely a, a, a firm foundation in, in, uh, in, 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 in spirituality. You know, I, I have no idea what denomination you are. If you go to church every Sunday, I don't know any of that. But I, I, I hear and feel, you know, your connection to God, I'll say. Right. And so uh, in terms of that, um, dealing with um, um, your evident background in the church, mm -hmm. uh, how does that tie in with your desire to, to, to build a school? Mm -hmm. Would that be kind of like a, a religious school or, you know, how would that, how would that, 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 that work out in terms of your connection to God and this school? How, how, do that, how does that come together? I have a passion for reconnecting people to the original knowledge of the Creator. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it stands the reason that I mean, you know, everything we have, we have, we live in a very uh, sophisticated technological age, you know, okay. scientifically, technologically, and everything is based on knowledge and information. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you get something that uh, some type of technological uh, device, I mean, cell phones, computers, and all these things that we Use if something happens, you're gonna uh, to any of these devices, and and you experience some type of dysfunction. It's very important to go back to the the people that you know designed it, or that have the knowledge of how to get into it and how to mm -hmm. correct the glitches or the problems. And I think the the thing with life is um, we sort of file it in a different place when it comes to life. When we know that if something is wrong with our cars, we we're not going to take. You know, uh, a couple hammers, uh, I mean, hammer and screwdriver, a couple tools out, a few tools, and go out to our cars and open the hoods and try to pretend like we know what we're doing if we're <laughs> right. not a, if we're not a mechanic, and right. we really don't. Right. Uh, most people are going to go to someone that has knowledge of how mm -hmm. to put this thing back together, mm -hmm. and uh, and I think you know when it comes to things that we you know value and, uh, and are important to us, you know, where it's you know. Uh, it's very important that we get people that have expertise. But when it comes to life, we don't we file that differently. Okay. It's okay to wing it all of a sudden. You mm -hmm. know, uh, more universities should. Uh, well, I'm not going to put that on the universities because, again, I don't. I think that the organic education that all of us should have it should come through primarily through our family. And, okay. You know, ideally our parents, and okay. guardians, and the elders of our community, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to some uh, formal uh, system of, of education that is not always, that ha that not, not always have the best interest of, okay. you know. Well, 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 well let, me, let, me, let me just kind of 
uh, summarize for myself uh, and for the listeners uh, what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. what, what, what I feel I'm hearing is that um, schools are, 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 are places where um, uh, knowledge can be attained. Mm -hmm. they can, it can be attained. But if you don't have uh, the right foundation, Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, 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 you know, if you're not steeped in, in, in community mm -hmm. and love and all these kinds of things that, that, that prepare you for life itself, yeah. then uh, you're going to be kind of like a step behind when it comes to entering a formal institution. Yeah. So, so we, we, our children need to be uh, initiated at home, maybe at two yeah. years old, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> up until the time they go to school, yeah. in terms of what they're getting ready to get to run into, what you know, what they what they have to face, what they have to deal with, and how to prepare themselves to, to, to do that. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Pretty oh, much? for sure, definitely. Okay. You have to you have to actually be educated in order to get educated, okay. so to speak. Okay. I mean, with the primary, you know, uh, I mean, starting off at home, you know, mm -hmm. that's where our primary education okay. is. Okay. Home and family mm -hmm. and community, you know. Okay. Uh, and I look at, you know, here in America, I mean, we have, you know, in, in the immigrants that come here. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing that I applied is how, you know, even coming to a place as vast as America, great continent, all these union of states, you know, mm -hmm. in other places of the world, these would all be considered different countries, but right, we, right. all these states are, um, are very... Um, unionized and I mean in the sense that there is a uniformity that we have here mm -hmm. that uh, you don't have in many other places in the world and yet people are attracted immigrants are attracted here and they come here but they stay true to uh, the, the primary education that they receive of, mm -hmm. of their culture okay you know and for, you know, but that brings another problem yeah, that, yeah know, right right you know, this is a melting pot and, uh -huh. uh, and we have a, a set of values here that we're known for and uh, religious and spiritual values mm -hmm. and so forth that seems to sometimes get washed away mm -hmm. to make mm -hmm. room for others and mm -hmm. I think that you know there's again um, you know education is, is, is very key to knowing how to prepare ourselves for um, uh, the philosophies and ideologies of other people and other cultures that mm -hmm. sometimes come in to uh, you know uh, I think take away from the culture here that we've established rather than add to it you know okay Wow, you know, I'm 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 sitting here listening to you, um, and, and 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 just looking at you and and how intent you are in, in, in getting this point across, and um, it just reminds me of how important things of this nature are because we need we really need to hear the voices of the people, and 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 my reason for for wanting to have a radio show, one of the reasons anyway, is that I when 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 I was Growing up, and 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 I reached the age of twelve years old. Um, I was moved to the basement, you know, and it was a joy for me because I was the only boy. You know, it was four of us. I was the only boy, and so at the age of twelve, I was moved to the basement, and I had a television set. We have that in common. I was also in the basement. So we're basement yeah. brothers. Basement man. brothers. We need to start an association. Right. <laughs> right. Basement boys. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, and, 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 and what happened was that I used to, to watch um, the Johnny Carson show, you know, and, oh, and uh, um, after that time, of course, now I still walk, you know, watch talk shows, not as much as I used to do, but quite a bit. And um, um, the thing that, that, that really uh, uh, got to me was that 
these people have something very important to say, and Johnny Carson is offering them an opportunity to express themselves. You know, the musicians, the, 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 the comedians, the actors, uh, you know, all that kind of thing. And, 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 I, and, and, and I was engrossed in the things that they were saying, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. because it was, it was so key to what was going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was at 12 looking at TV. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm 64 now. You know, and I'm sitting here. Yeah, and I'm sitting here. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, hold on. Let let me get over that first. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Let me get over that, man. That is wild. That's weird, man. I thought you were much younger than that. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's crazy. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me get back on track. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, man. And, 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 And so I'm sitting here, you know, as I said, looking at you, and I have that same sense of. Of a man, all this, all this knowledge, all this wisdom that this guy has, and and he's giving it to to, to, to all to me, you know, and to and to the people that are are, are listening audience, and it's like, wow, I, I I have an opportunity that Johnny Carson had for the common folks, the folks that ain't nobody hearing from, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so and so hopefully, and 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 I need for you to know that that um, this is not just the, the radio station. Uh, being broadcast in a certain area, mm-hmm. but but we have uh, 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 internet mm-hmm. uh, access as well, wow. and so people can hear this, you know, uh, on the internet. Wow. And I think that's so very important because that's that that makes it a much vaster audience. Yeah. You know, and 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 the things that are being said by a, a non-celebrity, so to speak, because we don't know where you're going from here, mm-hmm. you know. But y'all heard it first here on KCIFM. <laughs> From the Devon McKinney Brooks, so when you hear that name, you'll say, "Oh, I know him." But anyway, um, and so uh, you just made me very happy, you know, to 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 be able to 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 do something like this, and to and to reach a dream uh, at the age of, that I had at the age of twelve and didn't even realize it that one day I would be doing the same thing. That's amazing, you know. But evidently. You know, it, it had already been ordained that I was going to do this wow. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's just just such a joy to be able to experience this thing firsthand wow. and have one of my guests on my <laughs> show wow. <laughs> sitting here before me. So wow. so I just I just I just so I appreciate so honored, that. Man. Oh, man. Really and, 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 and I and I and I and I and I pray that that, you know, that, of course, you and I are going to continue oh, in sure. this vein because uh, we uh, know that we have some things in common oh, yeah. in terms of <laughs> pursuits and that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so there's no doubt about that. But I just want to thank you, man, for, 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 for coming here and for sharing your life with us and, 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 and giving people, whether they realize it or not, mm-hmm. some knowledge and wisdom yeah. about life and, 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 and hopefully inspiring them to continue to do what they do as right. long as it's in line yeah. with what we need. Yeah, yeah, Not only exactly. in this country but in the world. Yeah, so sure. so yeah. so again I thank you. Yeah. Um what 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 we're gonna do next um is um I um when 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 you and I talked and and and, and, I, and I and I asked you uh what was what was a passion of yours and you mentioned education mm-hmm. um I, I wrote a blog. I've been doing a blog for about a year and a half, two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, I wrote one to kind of reflect my thoughts on education. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share that with the audience and I'm going to share it with you. And, uh, and, and, and hopefully um, you can kind of comment or respond to what I'm saying mm-hmm. in regard to how you feel about education. Mm-hmm. 
But before we do that, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's of utmost importance that my audience understand that this wise man that you have, that I have sitting here before me, um, as he mentioned before, uh, is also into entertainment and music. And, um, and he, he, he mentioned in his talk that he um, was, uh, uh, did gospel music. Well, he inferred that he did gospel music. But I had the opportunity to hear you. Well, not just uh, gospel, but everything. With everything? Uh, R&B, ah. uh, jazz, blues. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay, sure. okay. Well, Hip-hop, reggae. <laughs> really, yeah. really? You got anything in, on those, in those veins, hip-hop and reggae? Yeah. yeah. You got something? What, you it, mean to, to perform? Yeah. Oh, not now. No. Not now. <laughs> because there's, there's a lot more instrumentation. I mean, oh, okay. I, yeah, I don't perform those genres on the piano. Okay. I mean, yeah, well, you know, there's some ballads and things that I do that I could perform on. On a piano, but uh, most of the R and B and hip hop uh, uh, style music is uh, we got to have some drums. Okay, okay. Well, tell me this. Tell me this. Is it possible for you to do a piece uh, in the gospel genre and anything on the piano in another genre? Just another another little something you got, maybe? Um, it's possible. I'd have to kind of you know. I guess when we go to break or whatever. Uh, yeah. I could uh, think of something, perhaps. Okay. Okay, y'all. We 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 getting ready to go. <laughs> Pray right now, and and when we come back, uh, we're gonna if nothing else, we're gonna hear a little gospel from from Devon McKinney Brooks. Uh, again, this is uh, KUCI FM in Irvine, California. We'll be right back. simply said, everything I need is found in you, from the world and all its treasures, to life with all its pleasures, you're the creator and the founder of all Everything I need is found in you. 
every nationality and tongue It all belongs to you Everything I need is found in you oh, Everything I need is found in you Hey y'all, this is Calvin G with Radio Blog Number One. After taking an apprenticeship test, I discovered that a major component for passing was the ability to follow directions. Years later, while pursuing a degree in community development, I was made aware that many of our aptitude tests also have this direction following component. Upon further investigation, it came to my attention that civil service exams incorporate this component as well. Now there's no doubt that a professional, a student, and or an employee's ability to follow directions is and should be a major concern. But, on the other hand, the knowledge of how well one can follow directions can lead to the gauging of one's willingness to adhere and allow another an opportunity to establish an undetermined amount of control over that person's life. Since 2008, there have been discussions concerning the belief that one of the factors used in determining the number of prisons being built is based on the number of students who can't read at a third grade level. The consensus of the penitentiary planners is that those particular students often fail to improve over time and are most likely to drop out, do drugs, and wind up incarcerated. Call it conspiracy theory if you will, but it doesn't seem to be a coincidence that these same third grade testing results that reflect an inability to follow directions can play a major role in determining at an early age who's trainable and who's not. No worries though, because there's a place for either or. Whether purposed or not, I see our educational systems as training rather than teaching facilities. I see our subsequent involvement in corporate and business institutions as a proliferation of the same type of training that it takes to maintain the existing hierarchical system. Now, I'm not blaming administrators, teachers, professors, managers, or corporate execs because they're only doing what we are all being trained to do, and that is to adhere to the directions of the higher-ups. This method of interaction, without some contribution from us, is not going to stop. Let's face it, unless one is offered an alternative way of thinking, one is trained at an early age that there are those above us and those below us. We are taught to seek upward mobility, and the means for doing so is to follow the direction of those in charge. Now this manner of educating extends way beyond academia. In a word, from the classroom to the boardroom and beyond, you either pass or you fail. It doesn't matter whether the criteria for passing is biased, unethical, or of little value to you or anybody else. You either play the game the way you're being told to play it, or you get off the field. 
What I suggest is that we tell our children and continually remind ourselves that the way in which we interact with one another is not always as it should be. However, our well-being is contingent on recognizing the methods employed in our interactions and figuring out how to circumvent the liabilities that these methods incur. These liabilities can range from harboring feelings of either inferiority or superiority to creating a platform for unnecessary and aggressive competitiveness. We can play the game, but we cannot afford to get caught up in it. We must not look at ourselves as being better than another, but view ourselves and everyone else as doing the best we can with what we have to work with. Until more of our schools teach us how to be critical thinkers and how to use our individual gifts for the benefit of self and others, we must make a concerted effort to bring the much needed good to the hood. To train is to condition slash prepare. To teach is to enlighten. The world may continue to train us how to follow rules and to do as we're told, but at the same time, let us continue to remind each other that we each have a light and it's our obligation to let it shine so that the entire world may one day do the things that love, not man, leads us to do. I holler. So, Devon, what do you think about that piece? Dude, man, uh, I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that really, I, that 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 piece, man, was so deep. I mean, it was it was so because it's so real and it's uh, there's no padding, there's no fluff. It, it is it is right to the point. Okay. okay. It, it, it it it's it's not poetic, but it is because of the fact that. Truth is always poetic in that it you know uh, whatever is true sounds good because okay. that's the only way that's going to get us. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Uh, I often tell people you can go to the bank uh, and go to the ATM. You can have all the numbers right, but one mm-hmm. is not letting you in the account. You right, know? and that's what truth is. Truth is having all the numbers to access the various levels of life and. But you said right here, man, had all the numbers. It wasn't just like a few of the numbers. Mm-hmm. It was every last number to access us, uh, to give us access to the level of knowledge that we need in order to rethink. The, the I like what you said about getting caught up in the game mm-hmm. and the hierarchical system and, and being, you know, the training that it teaches us how to act and how mm-hmm. to respond and this mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, that, I, you know, it, it kind of, you know, it fills me with so much, you know. Wow. You inspired me to just go away here and write and some things. As well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, what's what's really of, 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 of utmost importance is that we understand that it's it's we, it's us, it's not individuals. Yeah, and, and each of, of us, as I said, has a light, and and we have to let that light shine if our well being is going to be uh, where it should be. And it, it, it's 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 so amazing to me that. As I said, we have a lot in common. A lot of times, we don't even know we have mm-hmm. things in common. Uh, but yeah. but you had no idea that that I was going to write this piece. You had uh-huh. never heard this piece before. No, no. But if you listen to it and listen to what you said in your interview, is basically on the same uh, on the same level. Because in essence, what it's saying is that things ain't as they should be, and we got to do something about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so and so, it's a matter of of us coming together with all our lights. Shining it on the problem and, 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 and figuring out a way where we can work these things out. 
Well, what's funny about it is uh, I wrote a piece called This Little Light of Mine. No kidding, man. Yeah. <laughs> right here. And, oh, wow. Uh, it's, uh, oh, wait, let me uh, show it to you. Wow, let me, oh, yeah. There's a song that has been sung in church ever since I was a little boy. And even far before I was born. And it goes like this. This little light of mine. And I know all y'all, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. I know everybody in the world probably heard that song. And 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 what uh, Divine has done is that he's let us know that this song was credited to have been written by a Mr. Harry Dixon Lowe's. In the early 1900s, and it's become such a popular and common song, but what does it mean? Many sing and clap to the joyous rhythm of this song while singing it fervently and very spirited. But in my years of travel throughout the circles where it is often sung, among church, religious, and spiritual folks of every stripe and label, it's apparent that most really don't understand the depth and meaning of what it is they're reading. Wow, man. Yeah. Can you can you just tell us in a in a couple of words what it is that 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 that, that thing is saying? What is that song saying? Uh, this the light of mine. You know, Jesus told his disciples before he left. He delegated to them the responsibility that he was delegated by the Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. He says that you are going to be the light of the world. Every Sunday we sing. You know, I mean, well, not every Sunday, but I mean, part of our hymnal. Uh, hymn regimen mm-hmm. is uh, is uh, that song, and people don't understand uh, the, what Jesus delegated to the churches. He says that that you are the light of the world, okay, and you are the salt of the earth. And if mm-hmm. this world is to have any light, it's going to come from you. Mm-hmm. And and uh, one of the dilemmas that we're in right now is the fact that uh, it's not so much a church facing a wicked world, but whether, mm-hmm. uh, but rather a world facing a dark church where the, wow. is, is we're supposed to be the ones illuminating, mm-hmm. right? You know. Right, uh, right. You know, through the knowledge of God. So anyway, yeah, yeah, it that, goes that, deeper than that. Yeah, that's something, and and that's uh, so important because in this day and age, um, there's a lot of things going on in the church that uh, is not, uh, uh, it's not good. It's just not good. Tell me about you it. know, and and uh, people and doing what of, they're trained to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too much exactly. training, <laughs> right, right. And 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 like you had said earlier, that's another show. <laughs> you know, we could we could talk uh, uh, on and on about that situation. Here, Rover, catch the ball, come away. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And so and so the thing is, uh, whatever arena that 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 each of us is in. You know, uh, we have to let our light shine yeah. in that arena, and 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 that's why I think it's so important for us to understand that we do have a light, you know, and that and that we can let it shine, and 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 that's what this this show is about, and 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 and, and I'm looking at you as a light, you know, and and what you've done is 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 lit up a a, a place in your life that none of us were aware of until this time. You know, and, and, and to and to know that, that this light is shining in you right now and that it's gonna to continue to shine because you are planning and, 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 and gonna accomplish some things, you know, that cause others to, to be illuminated as well. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's so important that we come together on, on, on along these lines so that we can you know, we can realize a way that we can uh, make things better for ourselves and, 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 and for prosperity. Uh, again, it's, it's, it's such a joy 
to to be able to do this. I'm you know I'm 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 really at a loss for words, Divine. Well, <laughs> this is hey. this for me anyway. And I don't know how my audience feels, but this for me is really really big and 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 so very important because I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm running into people uh, every 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 day. That, that 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 have a voice and that that say a few words that that everybody needs to hear and the thing that I, that 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 I want to be expressed on this show is the fact that there's always hope yeah no matter how yeah. dark it may seem yeah. you know because we got lights you know we gotta we gotta take them like the Bible says take it from under the bushel yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. let it yeah. shine exactly. we gotta quit hiding and, and, yeah. and you know and and, and darken our light because a lot of times we got something to say, but we scared to say it because we've been trained to say only certain things, yeah. you know, but, but we, 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 we definitely got to let it out. And that and, ties into something else that Jesus said, okay. too. He told, he said that the children of darkness have actually become wiser than the children of wow, light. Wow, wow, Because wow. people in darkness, you know, they, you know, they have the guts, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and the children of light oftentimes are intimidated. I mean, wow, yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's a sort of a paradox, you know. Wow, yeah, man. Wow, this, uh, well, folks, all of you out there in the listening land, <laughs> I just, uh, I just appreciate you as well for, for, for tuning in. And, and I, I hope that, um, what has been said here, uh, will reach the, the hearts and minds of, of, of all those who are seeking to be, uh, to be educated and to be enlightened. Because, uh, this, this show is, 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 is geared towards, uh, all those seeking knowledge no matter what their age might be, you know, and that's something that we, that we need to do. We need to, to seek knowledge and, and, and where, where we might find it. But even in seeking knowledge, uh, as much as we can gain from seeking knowledge, the key to what we're about to do or should be about is attaining wisdom. Mm-hmm. And wisdom is knowing what to do with that knowledge, with that knowledge yes. and, 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 and that's definitely where we at because there's, there's a whole lot of us out here that got a whole lot of knowledge and, mm-hmm. and, and we sitting on it. We ain't letting that mm-hmm. light shine because mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want to yeah. be ridiculed or talking about yeah, it, whatever the case exactly. might be, you know, but, uh, but I want everybody to know you got a voice here on the Calvin G, uh, radio show, which is called, do you know, you know, <laughs> so, uh, I want y'all to, 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 to call us, uh, to come in and, 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 and talk to us. And tell us some things that we might not know because we need to hear mm-hmm. from, from people, you know, who have these things to share. And so, again, uh, I just want to thank you, man, so much yeah, for coming man. in. Hey, and, thanks and, for inviting and, me. And, and you've got to come back. Oh, and, sure. uh, <laughs> oh This is only the beginning. All man. right, all right. And so, um, as I say on my blog, so, oh, yeah, let me let you guys know that blog you heard, uh, it can be accessed at uh, time, T-I-M-E, 2 T-O, Holla, H-O-L-L-A, back, B-A-C-K, at blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T, dot com, C-O-M. Time to holla back at blogspot, dot com. Okay, um, and uh, you can access the show at, uh, I'll get back to you on that. Okay, thank you all for listening, and uh, me and Devon, we'll holla. Apart from you and more than I can take 
So when are you coming home, baby? I need to know Maybe this is an emergency There's a fire in me And it's out of control I've got a burning desire for you, baby And I need to hear right now There's a fire burning inside Fireman can't put out Oh, my man. Thanks so much. So much.